Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. What is up, everyone? Oh, my goodness. Polar family just dropping a bunch of comments in before I even before I even get here. And and even and even a super sticker from uh Taz Trace before we even go live. Thank you so much for the 99 cents, brother. You are in the lead. Look, and all this extra YouTube stuff that uh I've gotten because of uh, the monetization now. I'm all new to it, so just give me time to do a little research and see what I gotta do with all this. Prime times in here. What is up, Terrence Sullivan? Good brother. So yeah, as we get into this, uh, you know what to do, folks. Check out all the links in the description. So many different ways to support the show, the merch, uh, the merch link in the description for the uh, the shop is uh, through Saturday now. Today through Saturday, you get 15% off in the merch shop. That link in the description. Go get yourself some Smash This Podcast uh, merch. Oh, my goodness. The kitties are... The kitties are making themselves known in the office tonight. Look out. They are just here to cause some trouble. I know it. I know it. Uh, what else? Uh, all the links in the description. You can give them a follow. No matter where you're watching from, give it a follow. Give it a sub. You can cheer bits. You can do the super thicker, all that lovely stuff. So, uh and my favorite nephew in the chat. Family's doing good, brother. Family's doing good. Courtney's in here. Joey Z. Got a lovely little audience forming. Great to see. Um, I don't have much as far as actual news. Um, I've been trying to keep up with it, but honestly, at times there's so much, it just makes your head spin a little bit. Um, but I will talk about this. Violet, hey, what's up? So I've been waiting for this one for a couple months because I, I pre-ordered this a while back while it was up for pre-order and I finally got this. One of a few things I pre-ordered in the mail. It's like you you order them and then you forget you had them. So I got this this lovely gentleman in the mail. I'll try to do this without a reflection from the lamp. The micro brawler, the loose cannon, Brian Pillman. And what's cool about this is this new packaging is like you know I've got a few for display back here, as you can see, but that's, and that's the old soft plastic kind with the little hanger cardboard top. This is a great kind for display. And what's also good is if you want to open it, um, the, the cardboard, you can peel back the plastic on the back here. See, it's got the little peel back sections and you can remove the cardboard so that the, uh, 
the little micro brawler, you can just pop him right out of the plastic. So that's really cool. I'm not going to do that now, but um, I, I I really like the way they um, they've changed the the packaging for um, especially for display purposes. If you're used to displaying your figures, like you know, I've got like a bunch of you know ones back here. If you keep a, your Funkos in the box or whatever, you know. To each their own. Everyone has different ways of displaying their stuff. So this one's going to be going up. I don't know exactly where, but, you know, the background changes here from time to time. But, yeah. So I got the Loose Cannon Brian Pillman. The next one that they're going to be sending out, I ordered the New Jack one. Oops. And Brian Pillman goes flying. Um, we'll just lay him down so he doesn't go flying again uh the new jack rest in peace new jack and they put that out i uh ordered that one and then there was also oh what was it i practically got it for free because i had a couple online coupons the um oh roddy piper they live character i can't remember his his name but uh that funko pop was out for uh pre-order and that's going to be coming sometime i believe in august or september i believe i gotta double check ordered that through amazon so i got a couple little little things coming uh nothing too nothing too tremendous so um but yeah nice to see them uh finally advertise the uh the show for milwaukee gosh that that one's been um on the shelf for how long now a year and a half oh sad so sad you know with everything going on and uh and hopefully that place will uh they'll open up some more sections and they'll sell some more tickets that one's been at a real standstill the last year i i sold i unfortunately sold my tickets for that one because uh just just because the 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 future was unknown. We could use the extra money. So I, I got the refund and, um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of bummed about it, but you know what? I'm really not ready to go out venturing because guess what? Numbers are going back up and, um, mandates are going in place. I don't mean to jump on a political thing. It's not my intention here. It's just, I'm just saying in general, it's still kind of scary out there. You know, especially for a guy like me. So, uh, but it's great to see that show advertised for AEW. Anything else? I know I saw some stuff. Um, oh, it does. I, I saw something now. It's not uh, guaranteed. It's all little rumors and whatever you want to call them. But it looks like the uh, former Ruby Riot now going by the name of, was it Ruby Soho? Uh, looks like she's going to be joining the uh, women's division at uh, good old AEW, is from what it sounds like. Lovely choice there. Lovely choice. Um, you know, so it's it's uh, it's good to see that um, you know we could. I mean, there's there's going to be haters. Let's be real. There's still going to be haters. Um. But that division is really going to be amped up over the next uh, few months, without a doubt. It's going to be getting some new uh, new ladies there. Also, looked like um, 
the Iconics are possibly going to be joining over there. I was, I know fans were really hoping for Impact Wrestling, but it looks like they're going to be uh, heading towards AEW. I, I'm hearing things, you know, just, just t- take what I say with a grain of salt, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, <clears throat> so... So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Primetime says here, Cody looks like he got knocked the Jiminy Christmas out. Yes, yes. It, that's exactly how I responded to that, to that as well. Um, and, uh, hey, the, the Impact uh, World Tag titles are going to be uh, on the line next week too. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, that that door is uh is swinging. Not for many people, but at least for the the good brothers, the elite, if you will. I'm trying to trying to think of anything else off the top of my head. I didn't want to waste a lot of time with stuff. Look, you know, looking up stuff. Um, oh, what the hell? Let's just jump into it. And uh, like I said, as we get into this now, make sure you smash that like button, smash that sub button. As you can see at the top here, or depending on how you're you're watching stuff, um, L L Punk Trace is is leading the uh, the 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 sticker chat board here with uh, ninety nine cents. If you choose to so to uh, tip your one of your favorite podcasts, by all means, go ahead. It is greatly appreciated. No matter how you support the show, it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, whether you sub on Twitch or whatever you do, it's all appreciated. Um, oh, Paul, okay. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Uh, Paul, my favorite nephew, says, what happened with uh, Max Caster's rap? Um, so he 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 is, or was, I should say, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite uh, guys in to, to watch. He's very entertaining. You know, all of his raps are well, what you think is, uh, you know, some original stuff. But he usually picks some controversial stuff to rap about. Uh, about excuse me. But now he picked. Now I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch the. It, it's a it's a woman from the Olympics who uh, stepped aside for some mental health issues or something to that effect. I haven't been keeping up with the Olympic stuff. It's just not not really my cup of tea. You know, there's like a billion things going on with the Olympics, and to try to hunt it all down. It's just, it's, it's just not for me. It was when I was younger, it was cool to check it out, but you know, it's, it's, it's not that I don't like them. It's just, you know, I pick and choose what I want to watch. And, um, but yeah, she was stepping aside for some mental health issues or something like that. And so Max called her out on her, uh, mental health in the rap mentioned it or something. 
and uh, it, it basically went viral. And um, that, that's just a really, really bad take on his part. You uh, you should not do that. You know, there, there's ways to be edgy when you're, you know, rapping and, you know, talking about, uh, say, your opponent is one thing. But when you're just picking random people from social media and other sports figures and knocking on them, especially for uh, uh, mental health, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, that's not cool because mental health is a real thing. Whether you're dealing with issues or not, if you're not, God bless you. And if you are, God bless you even more because God knows I've dealt with mental health issues, especially within the last year and a half, dealing with everything going on in the world. It's absolutely terrifying, especially for someone like me. You You cannot knock someone with mental health issues. It's just not cool. No matter what it is, anxiety, bipolar, uh, personality disorder, whatever a person is dealing with, it's real shit. You can't, you know, you you just, it's, uh, it's not fair to do. It's, it's one of those invisible, um, things that people deal with, you know, disabilities, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, it's uh, it, it was uh, really poor taste for him to do it. Uh, certainly caught the attention of everybody, including the owner Tony Khan. He's going to be uh, looking after editing, especially for something that could have been avoided. Um, well, you can tell that the crowd even reacted distastefully. They didn't just boo him; it was a it was a groan. Very different than your typical boo, like you boo the elite because it's fun to boo the elite. Yeah, this that's not how this came across. There was shock and groaning and yeah, not cool. Not cool. Not cool, Max. So... And then, uh, yeah, he said some other stuff. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was also in pretty poor taste talking to uh, 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 Julia, who was part of, um, oh, what the hell, Brian Pillman Jr.'s uh, tag team, the Varsity Blondes, Varsity Blondes. And it just, uh, poor taste, poor taste. Uh, like I said, there's there's plenty, plenty of ways you could be edgy without um, – uh, getting personal and whatnot. So um, I don't know if he's if uh, I don't know if they're going to punish him. I don't know if he's going to be suspended. But I um, certainly went down several notches on my favorite list as far as um, you know wanting to see them succeed and stuff. And uh, and I'm sure Tony's going to take that away from him. I'm sure he had big plans for them. You know, and they've really come leaps and bounds over the course of this last year. So, but that's all I'm going to pay attention to it. Um, So we'll, we'll, we'll see if there's anything officially said, or if, I mean, if you don't, if you don't see them on them and or him on TV over the course of the next several weeks, you'll, you'll know what um, you'll know what the punishment is. But that's all the attention I'm going to give him because, uh, you know, 
that's that. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So just catching up on the chat here. All right, let's let's jump into this. Uh, this is the AEW Dynamite Homecoming. Homecoming episode for August 4th, 2021, season three, episode 31 starts out hot. Well, maybe not as hot as we'd like. But let's talk about it. Yeah, Taz Tracy feels bad for uh, Bowens. Well, that's the thing is he went right along with it, melding all the same lyrics that he was saying. So, no, don't feel bad for him. He was out there supporting his boy in everything he said. So, no, don't feel bad for him. He doesn't have to be out there with him. He is his own person. Don't feel bad for him. Exactly. So, um, we start out here with Chris Jericho. This is the uh, labors of Chris Jericho. This is number three, and MJF is at rings, uh, not ringside, but he's on commentary. And he's facing Juventud Guerrera. Now, certainly a different match that we were expecting than what happened last week. Last, last week was just a hot mess of violence and light tubes and glass and oh my god you just name it it was out there um this <laughs> this certainly fed, and i'm not going to sit here and shit all over Hoovy. he is certainly one of the greatest luchadors of all time but this one did not look great in my book uh, he made up for it with a few moves, but the, that start to this match was rough. Uh, he was trying to do moves to Chris Jericho. Like, okay, let's let's be real. And Chris Jericho has uh, gained a few LBs over the last several years. Uh, used to be Hoovy's weight. And, you, you know, you're used to doing all the flippy stuff to someone who is your 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 height and size well jericho has probably about 50 plus pounds on him and just uh it, it just um it, it was I mean, they made up for it at the end with some spots and a good back and forth but um when uh when Hooventude went to the well so many times and tried to redo moves he botched, it just oh, man. it was it was kind of sad. I still love him, you know. He has a tremendous legacy. You can you can never take that away from him. It just uh, I, I just wish he was maybe a, a little more, little more prepared. Yeah, Keith here. <laughs> he tried to do moves like it was 1996, right? And it just it's it's not 1996. He he does. He looked, he looked like he was in good shape, but his his body was not what he wanted to do in his head. His body wasn't reacting to it like it would have, you know, twenty plus years ago, twenty twenty five years ago, whatever it was. Um, 
So, but but Jer- Chris Jericho, you know, he wins this. Uh, the stipulation, which I forgot, which there was a couple parts of the match that were just awkward as hell because I forgot the stipulation. He had to win the match by a move off the top rope. Well, Chris Jericho does a spinning uh, Judas effect off the top rope to Hoovy and beats him with that. That was pretty slick because he, he just used used to, you know, walks up to him, spins around and nails him with his elbow, takes him out. The ref's like, nope, can't do that. And it's like, what the hell? What are you talking about? Oh, it's got to be up the top rope. Okay, so yeah, Chris Jericho jumps up there and, and does it. And then uh, just as uh, Chris Jericho is about to get ready to celebrate this win, MJF6 Wardlow on him attacks him. And so now MJF informs Chris Jericho that Wardlow is his, uh, the number fourth uh, labor coming next week. And MJF is going to be the special guest referee slash enforcer for this match. And um, I'm not really sure how Chris Jericho is going to get out of this, but the, I'm still looking forward to it, you know, but it's, it's, it's built up like how he's, he can't win this now. The odds are against him. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> you're not totally one who forgot. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Hoovy's still around. Hoovy's still around Bell's boy. Uh, granted, there were plenty of luchadors I heard that did lose their lives tragically over the course of the last uh, year and a half from this pandemic. But no, Tuvi's uh, one of them that's been fine. It, yes, they're going to try to screw Chris Jericho prime time. Absolutely. Um, so that's what we kicked off with. So it, it, not a tremendous start, but uh, you know, by the end, it, it didn't look too bad. So. But, you know, still great to see Hoovy. So many great uh, memories. In fact, I may – what did they mention? Uh, they mentioned a, a something from 1998. I'm going to have to do a little research and, and look up and see exactly when Chris Jericho faced uh, the juice and um, watch back a few matches from uh, 25 years ago. So um, – yeah, man, good memories. You know, and that's and that's when I was that's when I was only watching WCW. Such good stuff, good memories, you know. When they brought in all the cruiserweights and they were just knocking out of the park, that was one of the best things about uh WCW back then, you know. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, stir oh, thank you, Terrence. Terrence Sullivan, thank you. Sturgis, 1998. Beautiful. Thank you. I'll have to remember that. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to write it down real quick. Is that, uh, what was that called? Is that Hog hog Wild or what the, what the hell do they call that? I'm trying to remember the name of the, I don't think it was Hog Wild. So it was road, road something, something wild, something. 
It's one of those infamous ones. Oh, four, oh, Bell's Boy says 420. Oh, was it Hogwild? I didn't think it was. <laughs> I thought I was like botching that horribly. Wow, I guess. Well, there go my brain cells for the night. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Hogwild 420. Oh, boy. Cracking that joke. Looks like I'm going to watch some uh, Hog Wild later tonight. You know, I, didn't, I haven't done a throwback. I mean, I do the throwbacks with t that other little podcast called TNI. Maybe I'll do a, a couple WCW throwbacks. Let me know if you guys are interested in that. I, I haven't done a throwback in a while. I've been so busy with a billion different things. Um, let me know. I'll uh, see if I can sneak them in there somewhere. But I'm not doing a million other things. <clears throat> Someone in there called me a, a scamp that I'm, I'm a popping up everywhere. Yeah, I, uh, I'm uh, I'm hijacking all the TNI podcasts. You know, I I hijacked the uh, the UK boys uh, earlier today. I, I did a run in on the uh, the the rapid review, the hit and run. So, like, well, someone say hit and run. So yeah, I, I jumped in on that one. So yeah, I just been uh, been out of control lately. Just out of control. WCW podcast. I'm not going to do a completely separate podcast. Violet says, yeah. Keith Gallman says, hell yeah. Oh, NWO Hogwild. Primetime says NWO sold out. It's another one. But <laughs> making me hella excited downstairs at the moment, not gonna lie, says Macaulay Jones, 1996. Well, that's that's uh, uh, glad I could do that for you. Uh, make me blush, my god. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's I, I think that warrants a. Uh, Oh my God. Oh, this, I, I love my audience. Sometimes you guys make me giggle and blush and all this stuff. WCW bash at the beach, man. There were so many good shows back then. <laughs> all right. We continue. <laughs> uh, Lucha brothers are without uh pack. And uh, apparently Andrade has screwed up his uh, travel plans. And uh, Andrade says, uh, you know, Lucha Bros, if you guys just join me, you guys can travel in style. And he's trying to trying to woo them in, you know. He's trying to just uh, convince them to join him. And Lucha Bros uh, tell him, uh, no, no, we're not going to work for you. We work for no one. We just work together. So, and Chavo's like, don't worry, don't worry, Andrade, we'll, we'll, we'll get him, we'll get him. So they're building up this story now with uh, Andrade trying to woo in the Lucha Brothers. I don't know if they're like going to be building 
a like a, a, a super stable of uh you know lucha guys or something i don't know i don't know we'll see maybe they're trying to build the next um speaking of nostalgia um was it the lwo how about that because every once in a while i i see people online saying oh what if Rey Mysterio and some other guys made the next LWO? Or once in a while you see a headline, someone is in a in an interview brings up the LWO. Let me let me know if you guys want to see that. I uh, I have a feeling they're going to end up joining him. I really do. It wouldn't be a bad thing, you know. But I am curious to see what's up with Pac. Is he having travel issues because things are unraveling around the world again? Or, or I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't heard any official official news. <laughs> Mr. Fratz, what is up? Latino world order for life. Yes, absolutely. Good stuff. Good stuff. Rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. I believe he was one of the leaders of those guys when they were together. Who was all in that? That's really fuzzy. I think I think uh, Conan was in there. Eddie, LaParca, Rey Mysterio, and I'm guessing a few others. <laughs> For life. So we'll see what happens. Uh, what's next here? Tony Skiavo. Man, he is he is more all over this than Scott Hudson uh, was all over the classic NWA TNA. My God. It's going to become like a drinking game, you know, for, for every segment that Tony's a part of. Not on commentary, but like, you know, interviews and stuff or in the ring or whatever, backstage, out front. It's going to become a new drinking game. For every time Tony's out there, take a shot or take a swig or something. You'll be drunk in the first hour. Tony's with the Dark Order in the back. <laughs> and uh, they're talking to uh, Hangman Adam Page, and they're talking about the loss from last week. And um, Adam Page is saying, you know, guys, um, he's – he, well, he, what would he say? Oh, he's he's apologizing for taking away their chance at the tag titles, and that's the kind of guy he is. He's not, uh, he's not, you know, no reference to himself as in, oh, I lost this and I lost that. He's apologizing to them because he took away their chance at the tag titles, and that's not the only time this comes up in this show, which is very interesting. So it's like this story's still going on. And there's uh there's more to come later, which is very interesting. But basically he says here that um that uh he thinks that uh maybe they should go their separate ways and um and he wants to try to get this on his own. And that's understandable. You know, that's the kind of guy he's uh, he's always been kind of a loner ever since he left the elite. You know, he's trying to get these things on his own. It's nice to have backup. It's nice to have friends. 
And that's one thing he said. He's like, he's like, you guys are still my friends. He's like, but I got to do this. I got to do this on my own. Oh, Fred says, uh, psychosis, Conan, oh, Eddie, LaPark, uh, L, L Dandy. I'm not sure what, who that is. Oh, super crazy. Chavo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Hudson thing. Yeah. <laughs> Keith says, uh, Dark Order turning heel. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Hoovy in there. Oh, the late Silver King. Volano. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Bells Boy. Yeah, that's a, that's a long list there. A lot of guys. They had quite the uh, roster back then. So, yeah, everybody and their mother wanted to be part of some group. Anything to uh, have that notoriety of the NWO attached to it, right? So, all right, so we continue here. We get a, uh, a match here. Mox, Kingston, and Darby Allen with Sting in their corner. Not a bad thing. Against some new faces, uh, some new free agents, the uh, 2.0, Matt Lee and Jeff Parker, formerly, I believe the name was Everrise in NXT, or they were, they were in NXT, and then they were also on uh, 205 Live, so they were recently let go, and they were out there with Daniel Garcia. Now, I've seen Daniel Garcia before. I believe I've seen him in a few matches on um, AAW, Chicago, AA Pro, or AAW Pro, excuse me, and um, heard nothing but positive about this guy. It's just amazing in the ring, very underrated. He's, uh, he's, he's coming into his own. Now, I don't know anything about – it, whether these guys are signed. So I don't know if this was like a, a tryout or if this was, um, you know, or what it was, just a, a chance for them to, uh, you know, you know, like, like Cody has said so many times, a chance to eat at the table. It's not a bad thing. Tony Khan's done that for a lot of guys over the last year and a half. So, um, Bell's boy says tryout match. Yeah, it could be, could be. I haven't heard anything different, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, hell of a match with even a few, uh, few giggles thrown in there. Uh, Matt Lee uh, outside of the ring at one point of the match runs face to face with Stir the sting, and he just starts marking out. He's he's flipping. He's like, "Oh my god, you're sting!" And out of nowhere, Darby Allen, uh, or Allen, Jesus, Allen. Come on, lips. Darby Allen hits him with a tope through the ropes. Just absolutely wipes him out. 
uh, popped for that. But everybody looked good. I mean, uh, it, it, w it wasn't by any means a, a super easy match for uh, Mox and the boys, but it was a great match to see what uh, 2.0 uh, Matt Lee, Jeff Parker, and Daniel Garcia could do. So, uh, but, so let me know what you think of them. You know, I, I, I never saw any of the Ever-Rise stuff in WWE. I certainly heard their name mentioned plenty of times. Um, I did hear when they were let go that they were a solid team and that there were plenty of people saying, why? You know, so, um, but yeah, let me know what you thought of them. And uh, uh, Daniel Garcia. It's uh man, he looked great against Darby Allen. Went toe to toe with him. It, he certainly impressed impressed the hell out of me. And uh biggest stage that I've ever seen him on. I don't know if he's wrestled in AEW on past shows before or not, like any of the dark shows. I'm not sure. I've only seen him a couple times. But let me know what you think. So so Mox, Kingston, and Darby come off with a win here. Um, Keith says ever rise would be, uh, they'd fit better in impact. Okay. All right. <laughs> Darby Allen, AKA baby sting, <laughs> mini sting. Oh, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Not a knockout is, you know, he's, it's a smaller guy. I'm not calling him a vanilla midgets. Take it easy. Take it easy. Um, 2.0 needs to sign with AEW. Okay. All right. So, all right. We continue. Uh, Christian Cage versus the Blade. Good back and forth match. Christian Cage coming off with the win here. And while the Bunny was starting to, you know, start up some shenanigans, Layla Hirsch came and uh, attacked her and took her out. Christian Cage uh, wins with a spear. Just as things were about to go way south, Blade getting hold of a... Uh, those darn brass knucks. So Keith loves the bunny. Yeah. Great to see her back. Really is. Glad she was able to sort, you know, whatever she was going through, mental health issues, it, 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 whatever she was going through. Um, great to see her back. She's so good. Really good. Christian Cage comes off with a win here, and they do mention that he is the number two contender. He hasn't had a loss yet. So I don't know where this is really all going to lead him to. You know, is he going to end up facing uh, Kenny Omega at some point? I don't know. It's it's really it's really hard to read where things exactly are going right now and we'll get we'll get into more of that in a little bit uh tony skiavone ding with uh <laughs> brick baker and uh rebel 
talking about uh, the uh, the show in uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh next week for Dynamite and um, Rampage, the debut of Rampage. Now, I'd like to think that it's going to be taped with. Dynamite, I don't think it's going to be a separate show. I'm not positive on that one. I don't know if they sold separate tickets for it or not. So if anybody wants to chime in on that in the uh, comments, let me know. So, um, oh, yeah. Remind me, Polar, at the end. I'll uh, I'll I'll bring that up. Thank you. Quick jot a note on here, talking about the Impact Twitch thing. That's what I was going to talk about. Completely forgot about it. Let me. I'll bring that up at the end because it ties into what we're doing tomorrow too. <coughs> Excuse me. Rampage is going to be like WCW Thunder. Well, yeah, it's going to it's going to play off a of dynamite, I'm sure. But uh they are making it sound special, you know? So I don't know exactly what they're all doing. We'll see. Um So they're talking about the show's next week in uh Pittsburgh. And Rampage debuting next Friday. And then Red Velvet comes out. And it sounds like she's challenging um, Britt Baker. And uh, <laughs> Britt Baker's like, well, I, you know, I beat you when you were an enhancement talent. So, yeah, I'm actually not worried about facing you at all. I'll face you next week. No problem. So at Red Velvet's like, well, you know, things have changed. This isn't going to be another three-minute match. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what kind of match they uh, they bring. But looks like uh, Britt Baker is going to be facing Red Velvet for the AEW women's title, defending it, I should say. Um, next Friday on the debut of rampage so it is going to be an hour show so that's nice it's not going to be another you know two hours now they certainly could expand it depending on its success but from what i'm hearing it's going to air after smackdown which i think is smart but um you know we'll we'll see what they all bring we'll see what they all bring Polar family is tired of the rumors. There certainly are a few rumors going around, aren't there? <laughs> Prime Time says, who's next? Christian, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Andrade, Adam Page. <laughs> oh, do I think Adam Cole is going to pop up in AEW? Uh, free agent suit. Yeah, from what I've heard, they have not formally given him a contract offer yet. That's that's what I'm hearing. Just like I said, take it with a grain of salt. I'd be shocked if they actually do want to lose him. But then again, 
if uh, if they don't want him on the main roster and there's only X amount of things more for him to do in NXT, what are you going to do with him? You know? Fresh start in AEW would be, uh, would be good. I mean, they can't, like I said before, they can't hire everyone. But, uh, hey, we'll see. Just got to wait and see. I heard he's uh, signed an extension through SummerSlam, so we'll, we'll keep an eye out there. Uh, Mark Mello says, uh, I feel like Ruby Soho will debut in Pittsburgh as uh, Britt Baker's backup she teased next week. Uh, I think her contract comes up just before All Out. So I, I think that'd be more likely, honest. But hey, I don't know exactly when the dates all line up. So we'll see. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> what? <laughs> they can't hire everyone. <laughs> no, they can't. And those are facts. Actually, that's just my professional podcasting opinion got it in there all right what's next here? so yeah i'm looking forward to uh red velvet she really has come into her own on the women's roster she's uh she's good I'm sure they'll have a good match uh andrade is in the back and uh he's he's uh Talking to Chavo, Chavo comes up to him and says, uh, you know, don't worry about the Lucha Bros. We'll keep working on them. But, you know, if they're not willing to uh, come work for us or work with us, uh, I found someone that will. And he brings in Fuego del Sol. <laughs> and he wants Fuego to clean his shoes. <laughs> Or polish his boots, whatever he said. Oh, oh my God. Too damn funny. And then Andrade is like, oh, yeah, great. And then takes him and then throws him into the door a handful of times and just completely destroys him. Um, so poor uh, poor Fuego, you know. It's like, it, uh, but it looks like they're keeping him on, you know, because otherwise you wouldn't be seeing him. But he certainly is uh, paying his dues now big time. He got taken out last week by uh, Malachi Black. Almost want to say Alistair. You know, that's that sticks with you for a while. Malachi Black last week, you know, took the black mass. And this week getting destroyed by uh, Andrade and Chavo. Yes, Violet. Poor Fuego. Poor Fuego. Bill says, uh, favorite cake bone man, red velvet. <laughs> Y'all gonna get me in trouble. Um, but yes, it is. <laughs> um, you know, one of my favorites also is, uh, German chocolate cake. Tell them German. Why not? You know, uh, <laughs> Oh, God. What's next here? Tony Schiavone, once again, 
Uh, he's he's in the ring with Adam Page. Now, uh, this is getting interesting because then he, he calls out the elite. And just as it sounds like he's about to talk to them about something. Oh, hello, Oreo. Oh, last week. See, now this is funny. If you see here, it's probably hard to tell, but there's a couple of uh, rumblers standing up back here. Those are actually little CM Punk rumblers back there that I found in, in the process of cleaning. She knocked one of them down and started playing with it. So uh, apparently Oreo is not a fan of CM Punk. Kind of funny. Anyways, we continue. Uh, so, yeah, calls out the elite. The elite then uh, attack Adam Page. Frankie Kazarian, the elite killer, comes out and starts, uh, well, he's trying to even the odds to no avail. Kenny then takes out Page with the title. So, yeah, this... This isn't over. This is interesting. I don't know if they're just biding time until, say, maybe someone else shows up or if, if this is going to still going and if Hangman Adam Page is still going to get his shot. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell, you know, but I'm okay with this. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not complaining. I'm just surprised that it's still going. Um, so let me know what you think is happening. You know, is it, is it just storytelling? Maybe it's just storytelling. I mean, I, I hear little things out there, but you know, I, I take those all with a grain of salt. I don't know. <laughs> Oreos all elite. Yeah, sure. <laughs> She is an elite kitty. Bill here says uh, where he threw everyone other than himself under the bus and will write everything because he is the best and Max would have never gotten away with that under his watch. Oh, you oh, you talking about Max Caster? Is that what you're talking about? Thought you were talking about the elite. Uh, yeah, I talked a little bit about that earlier. Yeah. Oh, best in the world or the yes movement? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? So, um, yeah, I don't know. The story's still going. Then we get uh, Dan Lambert saying he's going to show back up next week and uh, he's going to continue what he was uh, talking about a few weeks ago. In a, he's going to call out Lance Archer, and this time he's bringing some, some backup with him. Who do you think he's bringing with him? Someone from his team? Someone who is also a professional wrestler? I don't know be interesting we'll see what happens 
I mean, Dan Lambert, I, I will give him this. He is entertaining. He's not necessarily my cup of tea. I didn't really like him when he was in uh, Impact, shooting his mouth off. But uh, he, he was certainly he was good at what he was trying to get across. I just I just wasn't a fan of, you know, sometimes when you're trying to mix the MMA world with um, professional wrestling, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. In, in that case, back then, um, I, I didn't think it did. But uh, but that's just me. That's just me. Randy Sam, what's up, brother? Says Daniel Cromier. Is that how you say that one? I've heard of that name. I'm not too familiar with him. Like I said, I'm not, I don't watch a lot of MMA. Um, so <laughs> Lambert bringing Brock, LOL. Oof. Oof. That's uh that's a big one there. <laughs> Polos <laughs> Polar says zero cares about Lister. Um I and I I hear both ex, both ends of the extreme as far as oh he's absolutely coming back to the E real soon to the other extreme of um no, they don't have anything for him right now. He's not in the cards. His discuss the discussions about him are absolutely not on the table. So, like I said, when you hear that stuff, take it with a grain of salt. You know, until somebody walks through the door and you see them on your television, take it with a grain of salt. You know, so. All right, what's what's next next here? So Dan Lambert next week. We'll see who shows up with him. Um, Lee Johnson versus Miro. Uh, I, I didn't really pay too much attention to this one. Um, Miro pretty much kicked his ass. Lee Johnson got in some offense, you know, he's just got to, I don't know. I've only seen him like a, a couple times, you know, in a few matches in the past that I was actually paying attention to no i i know he's part of the whole uh you know Rhodes family you know that that group but um you know i just did there was like zero build up to this one so i was like eh you know and it's nothing against miro it just you know i was like okay miro's gonna beat him They're waiting for like a bigger name to come along and then i'll get you know a little more excited but um but miro you know Defends successfully here. Um, now, I don't know if you guys saw this. If you guys were watching on TNT or where you were watching this, I usually fast forward through all the commercials with haste, you know, especially if I'm behind and I'm trying to catch up. Um, I noticed here that there was a Paps Blue Ribbon commercial. Now, this was not just any old Paps Blue Ribbon commercial. The guys from the Major Brothers podcast were all over this. Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green, and even a Hornswoggle and a, a Mark Sterling. They were all over this as uh, they were having their own pool party and promoting um, Paps Blue Ribbon. 
So that was, man, I have not seen, I, I have not seen a Pabst commercial since I can't remember when. See, now, now normally I wouldn't care much about this, but Pabst put a roof over our heads and is still putting a roof over our heads to this day because my dad worked for Pabst for over 30 years as, as a, as a corporate accountant. So, um, my love for Pabst goes, uh, pretty deep, you know, no, no matter what you think of the taste of the beer or whatever, it means something different to me. So, um, but, so I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, wow. So, um, that's a hell of a sponsorship for, um, uh, for that group, you know, Chelsea green, and uh, everyone else, you know, Matt Cardona and uh, Brian Myers. I mean, mainly the two brothers, you know, or you know, major brothers, you know, Cardona and Myers. Hi, Oreo. You behave yourself. She, I can tell she wants she wants uh, the loose cannon out of the packet so she can pop them around. That's what she wanted to do, isn't it? See, I know it is. So... <laughs> So yeah, I thought the commercial was cool. Let me know if you saw it. Um, oh, Bell's Boy here says, uh, yeah, there's a few spokespeople for PBR and Chelsea Green talked about it on her podcast last month. And she said that they all shit face doing the commercial. <laughs> oh, hello, Ori. Hi. Oh, you're looking for your your typical spot here up here on the tower. And you can't do that, can you? Because Rocky is actually asleep here on the tower. That's that's the only part of Rocky you can see is his tail here. Well, he don't like that. We'll stop doing that. So yeah, pretty cool. They got uh they got sponsorships. So um yes, Bill Bill's boy, that's one thing i did not write down thank you for reminding me uh excalibur taz chris jericho and mark henry are going to be commentating on rampage next week four man commentary table seems like a cluster <laughs> yeah it'll be uh interesting to say the least uh i think uh chris jericho would normally blow that one through the roof as far as his uh charisma but you know they would certainly want to give Mark Henry some time. So we'll see how it is. We'll see how it goes. Maybe they're all going to kind of switch off a little here and there. And, you know, maybe they won't all be there at the same time. We'll see. What? What? Okay. You're going to go sit over there. I love it when she just bounces all over the place. She's so goofy. All right. We continue. Um, all right, so we talked about the PBR commercial. Tony Schiavo with uh, Christian Cage. It looks like he is the new number one contender. So now this is what I was kind of hinted at earlier. There's a lot of little crazy, very interesting things going on here. You got the Hangman Adam Page, you know, feud, him trying to get that title shot against Kenny Omega. Christian Cage has done it going through matches, and he is undefeated still, so he is officially the number one contender. 
And, uh, you know, and there's other little rumors about uh, people coming in, maybe uh, gunning for that top spot right off the bat. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's uh, what's going to happen here. Who who out of those two would you rather see? Would you? Or you'll behave yourself. Would you rather see Christian Cage against Kenny Omega? Or would you see Hangman Adam Page? Or would you... Bless you. My goodness. Would you rather see like all three... My God, Rocky. You're big. Just made the whole desk shake. It's like walking behind everything behind the scenes here. Would you like to see like a three-way at all out between Christian Cage, Hangman Adam Page, and um, Kenny Omega? I don't know what they're doing, but it is getting interesting. Let me know. J-Bone, you're frozen. Frozen? Why am I frozen? I'm looking at the feet. I'm not frozen. Refresh your page. Maybe it's your. <laughs> Keith, Keith says PBR was was aired be, because Domino's ended their relationship with them due to the pizza cutter thing. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm sure they were uh, surprised and shocked. You know, I wouldn't assume anything. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so um yeah i don't know we'll see what happens uh then we got legit legit layla hirsch versus uh the bunny now i thought this was supposed to be for a spot on that nwa special i guess i misread that or something this apparently is for the number one contender for the NWA Women's Championship. Now, maybe that's where they're going to face off is at the Empower special. I'm not sure. I got to double check. But um, but Camille was actually there with Belt at ringside, which was great to see. But, uh, yeah, let me know what you thought of this uh, Layla Hirsch bunny match. Uh, I loved it. Really great to see them go back and forth. And Layla Hirsch, my God. I mean, she may be short in stature, but, man, can she go. She is a lot of fun. She's She's got so much, uh, so much in-ring talent. Just legit, you know, grappling skills, you know. She is tough. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> Layla Hirsch is... Is better than Ronda Rousey. Ah, I, I, that's uh, I don't think that's a good comparison, you know. But um, <laughs> that's Rocky. He's, he's trying to get cozy behind the tower and the computer back here. I don't. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I 
So yeah, we'll see what what's all going on with that. Um, but it, it looks like uh, legit Layla Hirsch is going to end up facing Camille. Then they ended up having a face when she beat Bunny, the Bunny. Um, Rocky, what are you doing? Behave yourself. Don't you go unplugging any of my cords. Um, <laughs> Got to tie them up or something. Um, I'm sure they're going to have a hell of a match. It's going to be quite the, pardon the pun, uphill battle for Layla Hirsch. Can I, can I say that without sounding... It's... <laughs> No, I, I love Layla Hirsch. She's since her uh, coming into the company, she's really stood out. She really has. Uh, and Camille, I've only seen like one or two matches of hers, you know. And that's not to say that she didn't impress me, but very different styles. Very different styles. Uh, Camille comes off as um, just a, a power, you know. You know a gal with power moves and uh, Layla Hurst is um, very, um, you know, Greco Roman style, like Kurt Angle esque, you know, the best way I can describe that. So, uh, <laughs> Keith is, Keith is just all about the women tonight. My God. Hi, Rocky back up on the tower certainly making your presence known making the whole desk shake please don't break my desk be a good boy all right he's a big boy um but yeah uh legit layla hirsch made the bunny tap out to an arm bar good stuff good stuff and i liked how she actually got excuse you rocky how she actually got her to tap out, you know, at the, at the end of the match. It was really good. Now, the main event, my goodness. I, I wish this one had a little more time, but obviously this they were trying to put over the strength and talent and dominance of a guy like Malachi Black. Now, I want to share something with you. This was, they, they hinted at this earlier with what uh, Cody Rhodes was saying or trying to say in the ring at the end of the match. And I know I'm skipping ahead here. I'll talk about the match here in a minute. But this was, this is from, uh, straight from Cody Rhodes. You know, if you're in that list of people that gets uh, notifications from him through texts. This is this is straight from him. So I'll read this and then I'll talk about the match. I found this very interesting. Whichever way it goes, hopefully mine. Whichever way it goes tonight, hopefully mine. I just wanted to share where I'm at in this moment. This has been a marvelous almost three-year run. I've been incredibly lucky to be one of the few to carry the banner for this genuine revolution. When this all started, some laughed at myself, some laughed at the Bucks slash Kenny also. 
And now it's just become a given that this show is destination programming. The table has been set. Others can eat. I say, with, I say this with no bitterness in my heart. Thank you for all of this. This is a legacy. This lives forever. And I was like, wow, that sounds very end of the road-ish, you know? Just for, you know, if you quick describe that as anything. Um, I know there's a bigger picture here. I know that he's got a lot of stuff on his table. Speaking of tables, uh, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, he has to go do the second season of uh, the road show or the big show or whatever it's called. I'm thinking of the WCW shit from earlier. <laughs> the big show <clears throat> that he uh, also does for TBS, TNT, wherever it is. It's all for Turner. And so I'm guessing he has to take time off for that, for those tapings. So this is a farewell for now. I'm sure he's going to be back. You know, or maybe, um, or maybe this is it for now. Maybe he'll put out more as uh, as an official press release. And you know what? If you listen to the way he talks, if you listen to the way he talks during that last uh, media call, he does hint at. Um, this kind of being the end of the road for him for now because he's done so much in the last three years. So maybe he's going to go do, I, I'm not assuming any of this. This is just pure speculation on my part. I could be way off, way wrong. I think he's going to go do this next season of the big show. And maybe he'll do more of a behind the scenes EVP stuff as he raises his daughter from here forward and then you know come back periodically for special matches whatnot <clears throat> um i could be way wrong but that's what it seems like may be happening <clears throat> so if this is it for him uh for a good long time um Uh, it's uh, it's been a tremendous run. It absolutely has, and it's been um, you know, and he was he was very emotional in the ring at the end of the match as he was taking off his boots and then got attacked. But let's talk about the match a little bit. Uh, great back and forth, man. Malachi Black really gave it to him. Loved his entrance. Loved his new theme music. Dark heavy, ominous, very, oh my God, there is somebody really evil and dangerous and man, the, the guy's here now, you know? I, I like the way this felt. And it, um, I knew they were only going to be able to do so much in Daly's Place. It's not a knock on Daly's Place, but I know their stage set up with everybody there and you're you're relegated to that little 
entrance way there, which looked cool with the lights and the, there were some pyros, but then the lights kept going out and then he'd appear at somewhere else in a ring. Lights were out and then he'd see sitting in the middle and then he removed his mask. So it was, it was a, a tad bit awkward, but very cool still. Cause I was like, wow, the lights are still going out. What's going on. But I think that's what it was supposed to be. Like he appears here, he appears here, he appears here. Um, So yeah, let me know what you thought of his entrance, his mask, his uh, his new theme music. You know, this is all brand new for him. Uh, I loved it. Very cool. Very, very evil. Uh, but great match. Uh, he the the kick was it a kick or was it a point? I think it was a kick. Kicked Cody while he was on the top turnbuckle. And Cody went back and went through the timekeeper's table. Oh, my God. That was a, an insane crash. That's a hell of a drop, folks. I mean, he really went flying through that. So that right there, you kind of you, you knew which way this was going. Because it was going to have all an all-uphill battle from there. In fact, it didn't last much longer. much longer after that. He got in the barely got in the ring. Took a little more offense from uh, Malachi Black, and then the, I'm not sure if he still calls calls his finisher the Black Mass still. Someone in the chat, please remind me of that. <clears throat> not sure if they're going to change it or not, but yeah. So uh, Malachi Black basically knocks him out with that kick. Puts stands over him with a boot on his chest and he gets pinned one, two, three with a lot of time left. So then, uh, Tony Shivani says, uh, I'm gonna run down to the ring and see if I can get a word from Cody. So it's like, okay, so we got about five minutes left in the show here. Gets down to the ring, they're playing, uh, Malachi's black music, and he just kind of slowly strolls to the back like, I told you guys, I told you I was going to put the dog out of his misery. Um, and he's trying to help Cody sit up. He gets a little crutch, and <laughs> very little crutch. You know, it's like more like to act like a cane <clears throat> to sell the injury, excuse me. Because uh, Malachi was working on his uh, his knee, his leg for a good portion of the match, and then uh, Cody's, you know, mentioning some stuff that he mentioned in that text, you know, and even uh, even talked about a little bit of the infighting between he and the other EVPs, which is interesting because that's the first I've ever heard any of them mention it at all. It was rumored that there was some, um, but uh, strange that he mentioned it here. But you know, it just it, it just made it feel like this was more final for him here. And then uh, he's getting emotional and he starts taking off his his boots, and. Uh, he gets one off, and he's very emotional. He looks like he's holding back tears. The crowd's like, no, no, don't, no. And uh, he, he stands up to um, 
say something else before he takes off his other boot and Malachi Black comes back with that uh, that crutch and uh, just knocks him right in the back of the right in the back and uh, pretty much knocks him out and that's the way it goes off the air. So, um, so yeah, it seems, seems very final for Cody. You know, I think it's a mixture of things. I don't know if he's going to, uh, come back from this or if he's going to come back in a different way. We'll have to see. Um, Hard to say. You don't want to assume anything, like I say. Um, he he has had some absolutely amazing matches in this company, and his his whole road since uh, pardon the pun his whole road <laughs> uh, since he left the WWE has been such a blast to watch. You know, all across the Indies, all the different companies he went to, Ring of Honor impact you know all over the place new japan whatnot so um <laughs> thank you polar I'll, I'll appreciate that uh for the reminder um yeah let, let me know what you think is going to happen but this is certainly it it, it feels like so, some more big changes are coming in the company Something big is happening. That's what this feels like, you know? Like Malachi Black is in the door now. He took out one of the big, the big, or the biggest baby face in the company, depending on how you want to look at it, because everyone's got different opinions as far as who's the biggest baby face. Cody certainly is on that list, I think you have to say. Um <clears throat> Someone of prominence in the company as well, being an EVP. So, uh, man, Malachi Black is here, folks, and he is uh, he is absolutely going to be a force to be reckoned with. And uh, I'm here for it. I'm very excited because I didn't pay much attention to what's going on in the WWE. <clears throat> he spent well over a half a year off television just waiting, waiting to come back, only to be let go weeks later. So upsetting. And now he's here because of a screw-up uh, in WWE's management. So, um, yeah, couldn't be happier. <clears throat> and uh, he's, he's already stamped himself as a, a, a top heel in the company. So, um, I know, I know a lot of people wanted this to take place at the pay-per-view or expected something like this to take place at the pay-per-view. But like Cody said in the press conference, uh, in the, or in the media call, I should say, um, just, you've got to have moments like this on TV. Of course, we didn't know exactly what was coming. <clears throat> it was We didn't know how uh, definitive of a win it was going to be. 
but um you they they slash Cody put over Malachi Black as being uh an absolute force to be reckoned with. So uh really excited for uh his stuff going forward. Can't wait. Um but yeah, let me know what you thought of the show if you're watching this on the replay. Uh did you dig the last part of the match? Did you like how they basically it looks like they they wrote Cody Rhodes off of TV for a good long time. Because, uh, you know, he's got a lot of stuff on his plate. He's got a kid now. He's doing another show. So we'll see what happens. He'll probably be back this fall is what I'm guessing. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> um, so, okay. Now... Let's talk about what's going on tomorrow night. Thank you for the reminder again, by the way. Um, and I, for those of you who do watch uh, the TNI UK guys, I was on there earlier today uh, touching on it. And we'll talk about this more, of course, on uh, TNI tomorrow night. Um, if you saw the announcement earlier today, this past week, is Impact Wrestling's final airing on Twitch. They're still going to run all the classic specials, reruns, whatever you want to call it, on Twitch. Um, or maybe that's all going to end soon. I don't know. I know there's a few other places around that do air their content like that, like... Um, Oh, gosh. Um, like Samsung has a channel like that. I think, is it Tubi? No, it's not Tubi. It's, it's TiVo? I don't know. One of those, there's a couple other places that just, you know, run constant impact wrestling talent on a channel. Pluto, that's it. Thank you. Um, so... They've said because of their content going forward on YouTube, their Twitch stuff is now going to be done as far as airing the weekly live episodes. This past week was the last week. Now, I don't know why you wait till now to say that. That seems really just like really bad timing on their part. Like now, all of a sudden, fans need to scramble if you don't have access TV and you got to figure out where else to watch it. Well, I am subbed to the uh, Impact, what is it, Impact Insiders thing on YouTube. If you sign up for the 99 cent one, you do get the weekly episode. It's in their posts, it's not in their regular video feed of all their videos, it's in their posts feed every week. You get a, you get the, uh, you get the episode without commercials. It's an hour and a half. Excuse me, an hour and a half, and um, you also get uh, emojis and a few other things. Now for the four ninety nine a month um, insider special on YouTube for Impact Wrestling. 
you get extra shows, special events, and other stuff that they talked about. So I don't know if I'm going to sign up for that yet. We'll see what they all bring. But um, just to let you know that TNI is not going forward, unfortunately, not um, going to be doing the co-stream watch-along on Twitch for Impact Wrestling anymore. That's done. So, and nor can we, you know, co-stream the YouTube stuff when it airs. We can't. We've we've been told that's not an option. <clears throat> so, uh, and because their presence is not on Twitch anymore, it would be considered illegal. So, so yeah, going forward, we unfortunately can't do that. We're sorry. It's uh, it's out of our hands. It's nothing we can do about it. Uh, we've discussed maybe coming up with another option, like possibly airing it in the Discord, maybe, as an option. I don't know. Um, so it's um, it certainly is a bummer for me personally because I love interacting with people live, you know, along with Bill and or and or Truck, you know, who's recently been in a lot of the streams and. You've had a handful of others, you know, in there as well. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that bad news because it's, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, I, that's how we really built a hell of an audience on Twitch was through those streams, especially international and abroad, you know, not just in the States here. <clears throat> so, um we're sorry. Um, like I said, it's uh, re really, really, really bad. Um, I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but how they do it so abruptly, like, oh, by the way, you can't watch this here tomorrow. You got to figure out something else real quick, you know? So you can certainly take care, you know, take advantage of the 99 cent tier thing on, on Impact wrestling's youtube it's not a big you know expense you know you'll you'll get all the episodes in their posts every week um and the uh well the bti is free on their youtube you don't have to pay anything for that and then uh you get some other stuff so it's up to you if you want to do that or if you want to find an alternative route <clears throat> for watching it but uh yeah no longer will it be shown on the TNI Twitch. So sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that was the announcement that I meant to talk about at the top. And, um, forgot to thank you for reminding me, by the way, thank you so much for reminding me because it is, uh, it is important, and we'll we'll talk about that more tomorrow. We'll get everybody's, uh, I guess, uh, professional podcasting opinion on that as well. So, um, so no, that's that. Let me <laughs> correct you there, Keith. We are still doing reviews. We are absolutely still doing reviews. I'm not saying that TNI is done. No, 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 no. 
No. In fact, our goal is to immediately go into the review following the episode. So not going to do our best to try not to do the whole, you know, five, 10 minute thing is we'll, we'll start. That's our goal now is to start live immediately following the show. And, um, so that you don't have to, you can go straight from wherever you're watching it right into our review. And then, uh, you know, we, we may not have everybody in the show ready to go, but they'll, they'll pop in when they can when we uh when we're live but that's the goal might be a, a bit of a work in progress but that's what we talked about earlier today as far as what we want to do going forward so uh yeah it blows yeah it blows for all of us you know because that's how like i said how we 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 built our twitch family through that a lot of it you know and um but uh hey you know we still want everyone to come in for the news and reviews and all the other shows as well. So hopefully you guys can find a way to watch it. You know, pay, pay the 99 cents. You'll get all the episodes on YouTube. If you don't have access TV or uh, wh wherever else, it's certainly, uh, I'd say their episodes, their weekly episodic shows are certainly worth that much. Um, so, about BTI, um, no, we're well, we're not going to stream BTI either. They're not going to show that on Twitch. Uh, they'll still they'll still air it on Access TV, and it'll still be on their YouTube. And um, but yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna stream that. It's still their content. So so yeah. So that's it for this one. Um, we'll still see you guys tomorrow night, hopefully, over on an other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans <clears throat> right on the YouTube and on the Twitch. So uh, <laughs> Keith says Twitch can go suck giraffe balls. It's not Twitch's fault. Blame impact. It's this is their this is their doing. You know they're, they're obviously doing this for a reason. You know they're they're switching gears and they're um, they're they're obviously doing this for a, a business purpose. So uh, you know we love the content on there as much as you know we we saw for the last three years. So um, yeah. <clears throat> Please no Jeff Jarrett. Yes, Jeff Jarrett is a free agent. He's been a free agent since April, and then now the news has just been coming out now. He's been doing his podcast. All right. So we're going to get out of here. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that more of my content hits your screen. Hit up all the links below. And uh, if you want to tip your favorite podcast at buymeacoffee.com, you can certainly do so there. There's also the merch link in the description as well. Uh, get yourself some brand new STP merch. Get yourself 15% off now at the shop through Saturday, through the 7th. So 
really good sale going on there. And the audio portion of uh, Smash This Podcast is over at anchor.fm forward slash Smash This Podcast. There's a support button on there as well. If you listen to audio and you want to help support the show, you could tip the podcast there as well. So many different places. So many places you can help. Help keep the show going. Help it grow. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Much love, everyone. We'll see y'all tomorrow night on that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. Good night, folks. Take care.